Today's life notes comes from Trade Your Cares for Calm by Max Lucado. And we're going to start on page 20. Fear less tomorrow. Fear may fill our world, but it doesn't have to fill our hearts. It will always knock on the door. Just don't invite it in for dinner. And for heaven's sake, don't offer it to bed for the night. The promise of Christ is simple. We can fear less tomorrow than we do today. When I was six years old, my dad let me stay up late with the rest of the family and watch the movie, The Wolfman Boy. Boy, did I regret that decision. The film left me convinced that the Wolfman spent each night prowling over the den, awaiting his preferred meal of a first grader. Red-headed, freckled, salted boy. My fear proved problematic. To reach the kitchen from my bedroom, I had to pass perilous closing doors and claws and fangs, something I was aloof to. More than once, I retreated to my father's bedroom and awoke him. Like Jesus on the boat, that was sound asleep in the storm. How can a person sleep at a time like this, I thought. Opening a sleep eye, he'd ask, Now, why are you afraid? And I remind him of the monster. Oh, oh yes, Wolfman, he grumbled. He would then climb out of bed, arm himself with superhuman courage, escort me through the valley of the shadow of death, and pour me a glass of milk. And I would look at him with awe, and I would wonder, what kind of man is this? Might it be that God views our storms the way my father viewed my Wolfman angst? Jesus got up and gave a command to the wind and the waves, and he became completely calm. Matthew 8:26. He handles the great quakings with great calm. The sea becomes as still as frozen lake, and the disciples are left wondering, what kind of man is this? Even the winds and the waves obey him. Matthew 8:27. What kind of man indeed? Let's trade your cares for his calm. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Psalms 27.1 So don't be afraid. You are worth much more than many sparrows. Matthew 10.31 I tell you not to worry about everyday life. Matthew 6.25 Take courage. I am here. Matthew 14.27 Do not fear for those who kill the body but are unable to kill the soul. Matthew 10, 28. Do not be afraid, little flock, for your Father has chosen gladly to give you the kingdom. Luke 12, 32. And don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am. John 14, 1 and 3. So let's evaluate your worry patterns. Let's take some notes and some time to kind of feel what you're going through in regards to being anxious. Observe some details about your troubling thoughts. What were you worried about? What situation or event triggered that anxiety? How did this anxiety make you feel? And how did you react? Take a few minutes to review what you've observed about your worries. Now let's try to identify the core fear or insecurity behind your anxious 
or your anxiety? Do you see a common theme? Is there some catastrophic event for your fear? How many of your worries materialized? Highlight the number of times you were worried about something that never actually happened. Was the gain worth the pain? As you look at the emotional toll of the anxiety that it took, was it really worth it? How did your anxiety affect others in your life? Is there anything you can do to address the source of anxiety? What is a practical step you can take? Make an intentional choice to act so that the next time the anxiety surfaces, you can tell yourself you were just doing or alleviating the potential problem. Each morning, add your concern to your prayer time. Ask God to go ahead of you. So let's win the war on worry. Begin with the admiration of God. Rejoice in the Lord's strength, faithfulness, and accomplishments. Rejoice in His creation, His incarnation, His act of redemption. As you do, reinforce your faith. Anxiety decreases as our understanding of the Lord increases. Think of it this way. Suppose your dad is the world's foremost orthopedic surgeon. People travel from distant countries for him to treat him. With the same confidence, a mechanic changes spark plugs. Your dad removes, replaces hips, knees, and shoulders. At 10 years old, you're a bit young to cruelly kind of comprehend this. These accomplishments are renowned throughout the world. He's a renowned surgeon. But you're not too young to stumble down the stairs and twist your ankle. You're weeks away from your first school dance. This is no time for crutches, no time for limping. Into the room walks your dad, still wearing his surgical scrubs. Dad, I'll never walk again. Yes, you will. No, no one can help me. I can. No one knows what to do. Dad says, I do. No, you don't. Your dad lifts his head and asks you a question. Do you know what I do for a living, son? Actually, he don't. You know, he goes on to the hospital every day. But you don't really know what your father does. So he says, as he places a bag of ice on your ankle, it's time for you to learn. The next day, you have a ringside seat for a procedure in which he reconstructs a patient's ankle. He is the commandant of that operating room. He never hesitates or seeks advice. He just does it. As the two of you ride home that evening, you look at your father with amazement. You see him in a different light. If he can conduct orthopedic surgery, he can likely treat a swollen ankle. So you ask, you think I'll be okay for the dance? Yes, you'll be fine, son. This time you believe him. Your anxiety decreases as your understanding of your father increases. Here's what I think our biggest sprains are. I want you to think of it. Here's what else I think. A lot of people live with unnecessary anxiety over temporary limps. God wants to heal those sprained ankles. So let's weigh your worries and put them on the scale. Now let's look. Are you laughing less than you once did? Do you see problems in every promise? Would those who know you best describe you as increasingly negative and critical? Do you assume that something bad is going to happen? 
Many days would you rather stay in bed rather than get up? Do you magnify the negative and dismiss the positive? If given a chance, would you avoid any interaction with humanity for the rest of your life? If you answered yes to more than a few of these questions, the Prince of Peace stands ready to help trade your cares for calm. Max Lucado wants to help you with some worry busters. So try these eight powerful worry stoppers. Number one, pray first. Don't pace up and down the floor of the waiting room. Pray for successful surgery. If there's been a collapse in the investment, ask God to help you. Let him have all your worries and cares. 1 Peter 5.7 Easy now. Slow down. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Psalms 37.7 Act on it. Become a worry slapper. Treat frets like mosquitoes. Give them the slap they deserve. Be equally decisive with anxiety. The moment a concern surfaces, deal with it rather than dwell on it. 4. Compile a worry list. Over a period of days, record your anxious thoughts. Then review them later. How many of them turned into reality? Likely few or maybe any. 5. Evaluate your worry categories. Your list with highest themes of worry. Detect reoccurring areas of preoccupation that might become obsessions. And pray specifically about them. Number 6. Focus on today. God meets needs daily, not weekly or annually. He will give you what you need when you need it. Let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we'll receive his mercy. We will find grace to help us when we need it most. Hebrews 4.16 7. Unleash your worry army. Share your feelings with a few loved ones. Ask them to pray with you. They're more willing to help than you might imagine. Less worry on your part means more happiness on theirs. And lastly, eight, let God be enough. Jesus concludes his call to calmness with this challenge. Your heavenly Father already knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. Matthew 6, 32-33 Eight Steps Pray first, easy now, act on it, compile a worry list, evaluate worry categories, focus on today, unleash a worry army, and let God beat enough. Put them together, and guess what you get? You get peacefulness. <laughs>